So this guy says, you know, it's crazy. I said, what? He said, I don't know. Ooga booga. I liked that energy. So I said, wow, a real life caveman, hard eyes. He said, ooga, ooga booga, dooga, ooga, ooga boo. And I said, <laughs> my sensing and gathering instincts just kicked in. He said, dooga booga do. I said, <laughs> and then I said, sorry, the voice is. <laughs> the best part when you said that your mic like cut out because you went so high <laughs> <laughs> yeah welcome to episode five and we're talking about best and worst dates and the um the whole dating app scene that's super fun yeah i feel like every girl and guy in college statistically based on our research more guys than girls are going to be on dating apps at least for some period of time so we thought this would be fun to talk about, share some of our experiences. Yeah, yeah, I'm Lila. And I'm Caitlin. And we're the baggage claim. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Do you have a specific dating app story that you wanted to tell? So I have I have a bunch of screenshots of me rizzing up men from Tinder just because I wanted to kind of talk about how um, I didn't here's the problem with tinder or bumble or any of the other dating apps for that matter and this is why i think that relationships don't usually work out from them i didn't think it was like real and in my head this was a game this was like a game on my phone like i it it didn't like process to me that they were real so i used to try to say the most like off-putting like funny stuff to like men trying to hit me up on these apps Knowing I had no intention of ever like seeing them or dating them. So I, blame, I thought it'd be funny. I blame the apps for making it like a game because it's like completely on purpose. You're literally swiping through people and just looking at like their stats, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's all just based on do you like this one or not? It's not like a deep connection. They're not trying yeah. to make that. It's hot or not, but like real people. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's definitely weird. So some of the statistics like that we had seen worldwide, there are 1.6 billion swipes made on Tinder. And we're going to be talking about Tinder here just because that's like the most popular app. Women get seven plus matches in a day while men get five. Men are 22 times more likely to become paid users over women, which all those things I feel like I didn't even need the research to like know that. Like, that checks out. I don't know if you've seen the TikToks of, like, guys swiping through Tinder, but, like, they just say Swipe right on everybody. They swipe right on every single one and just see what comes in. That's one reason why I think I would never actually date somebody from an app, because I'm like, you you just are swiping right on everybody. Like, I'm not special to you in any way. Like Yeah, like, you just got back to them. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. I will say though, I haven't used I haven't used Tinder that much. I, I used it a few times when I first started college because my friends and I would play that game where like you give your phone to somebody else and have them swipe for you. But oh, yeah, like that's always fun. Yeah. But like I never I never took it seriously. I never Same. I definitely never met up with anybody. That is horrifying to me. Like I feel like that's just like a way to get murdered. And I agree. Um, <laughs> And like, yeah, like every now and then I'm sure there are good people on there, but the majority are like really sketchy. And that's why I, 
I ended up trying Raya last year. I don't know if you know what Raya is. Oh, yeah, I remember this. I remember you talking about it. Raya is, like, this... It's not invite-only, but you have to, like, apply to get accepted. And they call it, like, the celebrity dating app. And I got on and, like, I had to apply. And then I think they accepted me the next day. And everybody on there is, like, lawyers and doctors or, like, musicians. So many of their photos are, like, professionally done. So it's super intimidating. I had heard that Steve Aoki, I don't know if you know who he is. I don't know. He's like a DJ, I guess. But like, there's this rumor that he matches with everybody on Raya and he's on it like all the time. I saw him (laughs) like my second day having Raya. (laughs) And I'm like, I know this guy lives in LA. I live in Denver. He literally must have his setting set to like the entire country, maybe the entire world. Like, any age range. I was 18. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, I swear. That's another thing that's weird about the apps, too, is, like, how you can have an age range in there. Because it's, like, I feel like the normal person would probably put a range, like, close to their own. But, of course, there's also weirdos out there. Like, there'd be times I'd be, like, on the apps, and I would see someone who was like literally bald and probably a father. And it was like 18. Like, no, you're not. Like, who, who are you kidding? That's like, so creepy. Because you... they just yeah, do it to so match weird. with younger girls and like hope that the girls don't care. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. So I have some examples of my Tinder Riz that I wanted to share just because this these just prove how unserious I was about these men on these apps. Which I think is really funny because I was I was just talking to my boyfriend last night about how like you're really lucky because I really don't be giving anyone a chance like I really don't like because this is this is how I talk to men like regularly like on a normal basis. So this guy says, you know, it's crazy. I said, what? He said, I don't know. Ooga booga. (laughs) I liked that energy. So I said, wow, a real life caveman hard eyes. He said, ooga, ooga booga, dooga, ooga, ooga boo. And I said, <laughs> my sensing and gathering instincts just kicked in. He said, "Dooga booga do." I said, <laughs> and then I said, "Sorry, the voice." <laughs> the best part when you said that your mic like cut out because you went so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like so that's that's a good one. Here's a good one. This guy says. What else do you like to do besides dance? I said, hang out with friends, dissociate in my bedroom, you know, all the girly things. He never responded. <laughs> um, this guy says, what up, Caitlin? What's your fave restaurant in Denver? I said, hey, Jack, I don't eat hard eyes. He also <laughs> never responded. <laughs> And then those are probably my favorite ones, I would say. There was also, I think, one more I really wanted to share. There was one guy that was trying to guess my favorite drink, and he just kept going, and I told him he should give up because, like, he wasn't close. I remember this. He finally got it, and then I responded, you look like a breast milk boy. And he said... (laughs) He said, I'd be your breast milk boy. <laughs> I said, see, I knew it. I called that a mile away. 
needless to say, like, none of these people I ever actually met, none of these people are people that I, like, seriously considered talking to. This is my, this is my last one, I think. This guy says, you want to get out of Illinois and move in with me until you can't stand me? And I said, LOL, I live in Denver. (laughs) He said, wait, I live in Boulder. I said, I can tell. Boulder guys are always so dumb, hard eyes. (laughs) He said, hey, that's rude. I said, am I wrong, though? Don't worry. I love dumb guys. Easier to manipulate. (laughs) He said, hey, that's no way to get this. I said, (laughs) said, oh, no. Whatever will I do? With, like, the moaning emoji. (laughs) So yeah, these are these are some of my favorite, you know, moments on here because I I just liked to mess with men on there. Never took any of them seriously. That's how I would talk to them. These are all screenshots that I had taken at some point, compiled them and sent to friends being like, "Look how funny this is." I like have to pee, but I don't know if I should. You know, I was reading a thing on TikTok. I feel like TikTok lies to me a lot. But um it said that your pee stream is supposed to be like 20 seconds. And what? that, if it's that not feels, tw- it feels like a long, long time. Yeah. If it's not 20 seconds, then you're not holding your pee enough. Oh. And that if you pee too often, it like weakens your bladder or something. Should we pee less? I'm always like, go piss, girl. Like, maybe I should be like, don't go piss, girl. Don't go piss, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start standing outside your bathroom door while you're peeing and counting the seconds. No, because do you remember like the first time I hung out with John and I texted you from his bathroom because I was peeing and I'd been holding it for a while and I was like, I've been peeing for like seriously like two minutes straight. Like this is so <laughs> embarrassing. What if he hears my pee? So <laughs> what if he hears my pee sound? Yeah, I do. But looking back on it, you probably had a really healthy pee. That was, was probably, probably like your super peak healthy. Peak <laughs> pee. He was so impressed. That's why you guys are still together. He was like, damn, this girl knows how to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what did it for him. You're so right. <laughs> Do you want to share like your worst first date? No, yeah. So we were going to talk about worst first dates. Mine is... I think traumatic is a pretty good word to describe it. It was my first year off at college. And I met this guy at a party named P. And like, we just got, we got along really well. Um, He seemed cool. He seemed smart. I already got like red flags because anytime I would drink, he'd be like, you're wasting your potential. I can't believe you're getting drunk right now. You're so much better than this. I'm like, dude, you've known me for like 30 minutes. And this is all (laughs) while he is drunk, you know, like. Like, who are you to talk about that? The audacity, like, that is really a good (laughs) example of that. And um, so we got along really well. And we're like both drinking, hanging out. And he's like, we should go out to dinner sometime. And I was like, yeah, you know, we really should. That would be nice. That would be really cool. So then randomly, like three days later. He texts me and he's like, hey, do you want to get dinner tonight? And I'm like, yeah, like, sounds great. I was excited for it, you know? 
as soon as I meet him downstairs, because we were like living in the same dorm dorm hall, it was like awkward. It was just super awkward. And I could tell he didn't want to be there. And he probably just like felt obligated to do it. And I was like, you know what? I hope this is just like, we can just hang out as friends. It can just be chill, you know, go somewhere casual. We were supposed to get sushi and I had never been to the place we were going. It was this like vegan sushi restaurant in New York. And I was like, yeah, it should be like super chill, casual. We'll just hang out. We get there. It is the most intimate restaurant you could imagine. There's like four tables. We're the only people there. The only people there. There's so candles. it's like silent. It is fully silent. They're not playing music or anything. It is just me and him having this like super intimate dinner that we clearly don't want to be at. And he was um the whole time like he didn't even try to not make it awkward. I think he's already like naturally awkward. And then he was put in this position and it just like destroyed him. Like he didn't even know how to speak, you know? So I just like powered through it. And then as we're walking home, because it's New York and we also have to walk home together. He was like, yeah, I think we both know we're, we're probably just going to be friends. I didn't think like, I don't know. At the time I was like, I feel like it's really rude to say that. I also think I would take offense to that simply because I'm like, I know why I want to be just friends, but why do you want to be just friends? Yeah, no, seriously. And I'm like, yeah, th- we both know we're just going to be friends. You don't have to like declare it at the end of yeah. the day. <laughs> you know, it was this like, like my decision is no second date. You He's know, gonna start writing like a contract being like, <laughs> this is why there will be no second dates. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I was preparing for like a letter of resignation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dude, like, I don't care. We had literally hung out once when we were both drinking. Like, it wasn't that serious to me. You know, I was like, oh, worst case scenario, we just have like a fun dinner and go home and whatever. Um, That was not worst case scenario. (laughs) Worst case case scenario scenario was worse. Was the most awkward moment of my life. And then even when we were like walking... I was trying to start like trying to start a conversation and I asked some question that was like, do you have any like controversial opinions or like something you like that people don't like, you know, just trying to get something, just get words out of his mouth, you know, and he goes, um, uh, no, but you obviously do. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell does that even mean? Like, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Somebody's got his panties in a twist seriously this is a really bad time for me yeah that's that's just like (laughs) date after date awful that was me for like the past like three and a half years just awful dates consistently i feel like at least you've been around guys that aren't like devastatingly awkward though (laughs) yeah but i feel like the ones i've been around are all extremely toxic and have like zero social cues for like what that is so they like just they say things that i'm like why would you think that's okay to say like i have so (laughs) many so many examples but i think the worst one the one i'll i'll talk about for my worst first date this happened um he was like i think the first guy that i tried to see after my long-term ex and i broke up So it's, like, the midst of the pandemic. We're on lockdown. So, like, we can't really go anywhere or, like, do anything. 
So he was like, I can just come over and like, I'll bring like drinks. We can watch movies or something. I'm like, okay. Um, and he, he wanted to get in my pants. I didn't want that. Um, Usually coming over and watching a movie means that's getting what that in means. your pants. I guess I was being naive about it because it was the lockdown and like he was kind of making it seem like that was the only reason why this was happening the way it was. Like, he was like, yeah, like let's weren't. hang out at night alone in your bedroom because, <laughs> because COVID. Yeah, literally. So <laughs> this guy, he was like, I want to say like three or four years older than me. I typically date like a little bit older. Um, and he comes over. I didn't know him very well or anything. Um, but he was like a snowboarder. He was like really good. He had like sponsorships with like brands and stuff. Like it's like his whole thing. Um, I don't know what to call this guy. I'm just going to call him R. We're just going to stick with initials for this episode, I guess. And it, it ties in with our last episode because it's like arg, you know. Um, oh, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> so he's just he's just R. That's what this guy is going to be called. So R comes over and he starts talking to me about his snowboarding, which I thought was really cool. I was actually really invested in the conversation, but he didn't stop talking and I couldn't get a word in. Like, I couldn't even say like, oh, that's really cool without him interrupting me. And I did like pre-professional ballet. I don't know if I've like mentioned this on this podcast before, but I was like very serious about dance. So I felt like I could relate a lot to him in that sphere. Like I, I did dance, you did snowboarding. They both are like really hard, like time consuming things. So I was kind of trying to relate to him being like, oh, I, I feel the same way about like dance. But I couldn't even tell him that because he wouldn't let me get a word out. He just kept talking over me. And then like we started talking about exes. And I I was honest and I just told him I, I recently got out of a long term thing. And at the time, like I wasn't really over my ex like at all. Like I was still like very much into him. I didn't know if like I made the right decision by like staying out of the relationship. And I told him that and I was like, I don't really know how to like move on. I told him that this guy cheated on me. And R is like. Well, he never loved you if he cheated on you. Like, no guy that loves you is going to cheat on you and blah, 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 blah. And he just started going on and on and on. And I was like, okay, ow. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is like a, the guy that I, like my first boyfriend, the guy that I was with for the past like three years, you're going to tell me he never loved me. Like, thanks, you know? Yeah, way to then, make me feel better telling me I was never worth anything to him in the first place. <laughs> right. And then he started telling me about his ex and he was talking like she's a goddess. Like he was just like talking so much about her. He's obviously still into her. And I said, no offense, but why are you here? Like, you seem like you want her back. Like I was in a place where I was like, I don't want him back, but I'm confused. This yeah. guy was like in love with his ex so I was like, it seems like you want her back. Like, no offense, but why are you here? And he's like, well, I I can't really see her anymore. Uh, she has a restraining order against me. 
Oh my God. And I'm like, oh. And he proceeds to tell me that he got a restraining order put against him because he had a psychotic break while dating this girl and attempted to murder her. You like so have me beat for worse first date. <laughs> And I was like, um, like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, you you should get out of my apartment like now. But like, I didn't know. I was scared. I was like, okay, like, I don't, obviously this guy has mental issues. Like, I don't want to like piss him off. So I'm like, I don't know how to play this safe or whatever. And he was talking, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then I don't remember exactly like how this came up, but I mentioned something about like my ex again. And then he just said, like, he's probably just not that attracted to you. Like, I'm not that attracted to you. What the hell? And again, I'm like, why are you here right now? Like, yeah. why are you like, what are you like, doing Like, the purpose here? of a date is like, do you want to be with me? And he's like, do you want to be with me? Uh, you're not that hot and your ex didn't care about you. And I tried to kill my last girlfriend. Like, what kind of pitch yeah. is that? <laughs> right. So I was like, what is going on? So at a certain point, he, like, I was talking and he's actually letting me get words out. So I was like, wow, like, maybe he's not that bad. <laughs> the guy the guy that tried to murder his ex. Maybe he's <laughs> not that bad. No, but like he, I'm thinking like, okay, he's actually letting me to get a word out. And I realized it's because he fell asleep. He's unconscious. Oh so I he's also like, like how the the expectation for you was like oh he's not that bad because he's letting me talk yeah like, like, <laughs> that's, that's what is how, the bare like, minimum that's how badly i had been treated that like that, that was like okay you know um so he falls asleep and i'm like okay like i guess i just like let him sleep here like i don't know what to do and so i go to my like bed and oh i forgot to mention this so I, I already, like, made my decision, like, I'm not seeing this guy again. I don't like this guy. And, like, before he fell asleep, he was like, hey, I just really need to say this. I'm not looking to date you. I can tell, like, you're really into me, and I just don't want to, like, lead you on. And I'm like, nope, we're on the same page here, buddy boy. Like, I don't <laughs> know why you think, like, why would you think that I'm, like, hard eyes over you right now? You're literally psychotic. You told me you're on anti-psychotics. <laughs> like, what? So anyways, uh, like, I didn't want to be out there with him. Like, I'm like, I, God forbid, like, I try to, like, cuddle this man or something. He already thinks I'm in love with him. Like, I don't want to touch him. I don't want to be near him. So I go to sleep and I wake up to, like, a door slamming. And I'm like, thank God he probably left. No, it was the door to my bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, OK. And then he asks me if he can take a shower. I'm like, sure. He asks me which towel he should use. I laid out a towel for him just for him not to use that towel and to use my towel like that I had hanging up that I had been using. Yeah. He also spilled his beer all over the night before and used my face towel to clean it up. So I'm like, okay, guess I got to wash all my towels now because of this man. And then he like misplaced his pants or something like while he was in the shower. He comes out with like the towel wrapped around him and he's like freaking out. 
like being like, where are my pants? Where are my pants? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Lose your pants. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where you put them. Like I like get them and get out, like actually get out. And he was freaking out. And I was like, I could give you like a pair of sweats or something. Like you could take them, like you go away. Like, and he was like, no, no, I need my pants. They're Lululemon. And I'm like, are you a girl? Like what is going on? He's like super upset over like not having his Lululemon pants. Like, my God. <laughs> he was like Boulder Boy to its finest. Like, I can't who? believe you let him stay that long. After Me all neither. of that, him being like, yeah, I tried to kill someone. And then just being a hot mess and you're letting him like shower. I'd be scared. I, I think I just didn't know what to do because he's like a scary guy that I was like, I think I need to, like, let him do what he wants to do because otherwise, like, I might have, like, an attempted murder, like, on me. So I just was scared. So then, like, he finally finds his pants, which are exactly where I said they might be. Like, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure, like, they'd be here. Because to to me, it made sense, like, oh, if he were to shower and take off his pants, like, they're probably there. He didn't listen to me and was, like, looking everywhere else but where I asked him to look. Then he finds them exactly where I said they'd be. And then he's about to leave. He like hugs me before leaving. And he says, again, I just really need to say this. I think it would be really beneficial if you go and get some therapy. (laughs) Me? I need therapy. That is so, that's so delusional. Needless to say, I never spoke to him again. He got blocked, like, immediately after he left. I was like, what the hell just happened? Which is, like, another reason why I think, like, I was so, like, gung-ho on, like, not dating men. Because anytime I would try, anytime I was like, mm, this guy seems nice, like, I'll I'll go on a date with him. This is the type of guy that would, like, enter my life. Like, a guy like that. Like, the literally bottom of the barrel, worst case scenario, man. That's actually terrifying. My story was, like, awkward. Your story is like, I almost got killed. That's crazy. I know. Okay, but to <laughs> to provide balance to that, we should talk about our best dates. Yes, agreed. I, I think my best date was probably with Tristan. And it was like our second or third date. And I said we should go axe throwing because I had never been axe throwing before. And like, sounds so fun. In hindsight, like, I don't know if being on your third date with a guy and um, playing a game with axes is like the safest move, but it sounded fun at the time. Although I'm like super competitive. So I was a little nervous going into it because I'm like, what if he hates me for like trying to beat him in everything? That's like really high stakes. <laughs> but we like, we get there. And they uh, they have this instructor, like, show you how to throw the axes first so you don't um, kill somebody. And I just could not get it. Like, I could not get the axe in the target at all. It kept bouncing off. And I was like, I feel like it's way more dangerous for it to bounce back at me than just go on the thing. I'm just, like, struggling. And I get to the point where they're, like, making fun of me, you know? And the instructor's, like, trying to make me feel better. And he's, like oh, Tristan's been coming in every week practicing, like, messing with me. And I was like, shut up. Once we actually started the game, though, I kicked his ass. 
like, I don't know what happened, but I think I'm just so competitive that my body like won't let me lose. And it just like spontaneously kicked in how to play the game. And I literally beat him in like 15 minutes that I feel like that's, it says something about me though, that my best date is based on me winning something and not like romantic connection. But (laughs) no, I find it really funny though. I think that that's a good first or not first date, good best date, I guess. What's yours though? Honestly, all of my dates with John have been super, super fun. So it's hard to like just pick one, I guess, to talk about. But I think I'm going to talk about like the date that he took me on when he asked me to be his girlfriend. We'd only been talking for like a few weeks, but we've known each other for kind of forever. So there's like the screening portion is already done. There's like a comfort level already there that's established. The way you say forever sounds like you're like soulmates or something. Not like you lived in the same town. I mean, like we might be, you know, (laughs) but um, he asked me to hang out and just as like some background, the night prior to like this date, I was freaking out, like texting you, like Lila. I was freaking out because I was like, I feel like, I feel like we should like have the like exclusive talk. Like I, is it too soon? Like, I don't know. I really like him. I'm not talking to anyone else. Like, but it's also been so long for me since I was like last in a relationship. I just don't even like remember how to do it. I have nothing really to compare it to and be like, oh, like. Same because. When Tristan and I first started dating, I had that same moment of like, when are you exclusive? For a long time, I thought we were just talking. I was like, I don't think you're exclusive until you say you are. And then we were in the car and he made some joke that was like, oh, like, I thought you were going to break up with me. And I was like, break up with you. (laughs) I didn't think I could break up with you. What do you mean? (laughs) I do think it's, like, essential to have some type of talk about it, but I think there's also, like, the longer you've been dating someone and the more time you spend with them, the more exclusive it gets, you know? Yeah, you can know, but I also get worried because I know some guys will be like, oh, well, like, we never said we were exclusive. Yeah, and it's, like, their little loophole that they play. So that's exactly, like, honestly, I never thought that, though, about John. Like, I never was like, oh, he's talking to other girls, I kind of always felt confident that I was the only girl he was talking to. Um, but I still was like, okay, like, are we going to make this official? Like when, like, it, cause it's like, it felt like it should happen. And I was kind of freaking out. I was kind of like, oh my God, like when, when is it going to happen? So he picked me up and he took me to this like lake and we're just walking around the lake and we're just talking, you know, like having a good time. And we sit down on this bench and then he's like, so I want to ask you something. And I was like, oh, yes. Like, I know where this is going. Like, (laughs) and I got like so excited because I was like, oh, my God. And then he was like, we've been talking for a little while now. We've just been spending a lot of time together. And I just wanted to see, like, if you want to make things official. And I was like, yep. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Like, for sure. And (laughs) he was like. Oh, so you like you want to be my girlfriend? I was like, yep, definitely. And like, it was kind of like a sweet little moment. And then I told him, I was like, do you want to know something funny? Like, I actually was like 
thinking about this like literally last night like when are we gonna you know have this talk and he said that he googled it like he was also thinking about it and that he googled it like when is an appropriate time to ask someone to be your girlfriend and I guess google was saying like after six months okay google is all over the place because I was googling it when I was wondering like when can you say you love someone like what's the average timeline for that and it'll say like two weeks to one year like there's no straight answer speaking of when did you tell Tristan or like he told you like when did that happen for you guys and how did that happen he told me five months in which was way too long in my opinion so he was the first to say it though oh yeah I would have said it like two months in but I'm not gonna say it first ever he has to do that here's the thing I also like it's the same thing with like how you know John was saying he was like googling like when do you ask someone to be their girlfriend like I'm like when do you tell someone you love them like I don't know because like the thing is I I definitely felt it with him and I was kind of like scared to say it because we like had not been dating that long and I was like I'm gonna scare him away like he's gonna think I'm crazy um but there was a lot of like dancing around the subject. Like there was a lot of like, I love everything about you, but like not actually saying it. And then there was like one night where we we're like hanging out and he drove me back home and we we're like sitting parked outside my house in the car, just listening to music and like staring at each other for a while. And you know, like the look that they give you, like, like I knew he wanted to say it. So I was like, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. And he didn't say it. He kept like prolonged staring at me and then looking away. And I'm like, oh my God, just say it. Like, and I thought he was going to say it like then, but he didn't. And then it dawned upon me that every step of our relationship has been initiated by him. Like, he's the one that DM'd me. He's the one that asked me on the first date. He's the one that asked me to be his girlfriend. Like, everything's been initiated by him. He's the one that kissed me first, like all of that. So I was like, to an extent, I like that. Because I like, you know, for him to feel like he's the one who's chasing or like the one who's like in power, I guess, in this situation. I don't want to like overwhelm him. I don't want to come across like clingy and crazy and like whatever. But I also knew he loved me because he accidentally said it. We were like hanging out and I was telling him about like my dad or my brother, some someone in my family, like making fun of me and calling me like weird for like my sense of humor and he was like, I love you. Uh, uh. And I was like, uh, uh. And he was like, your sense of humor. And I was like, mm-hmm. there you okay, go. Yeah, that's the thing. The week before Tristan said it, like officially, I guess, when we were five months in, we were like, it was like a Saturday. We're hanging out in the house and we're like going through the old food in the refrigerator, like throwing things out. And um, he goes, I love you, but I need your help with this. And I was like, I thought he just said it on accident. I thought it was like a saying, like an expression, like, oh, I love you. But so I was like, oh, you do? And he goes, yeah. And I just left it there and started cleaning out the fridge. Because in my mind, he said it on accident. I was like, there's no way somebody would say it on purpose in that context. And I still think it was like half on accident because I think he was like, He's probably he had wanted to say it at that point and then like wasn't thinking about it when he said it in that moment. So it wasn't like him planning it 
in. Like it wasn't a constructed moment to say I love you, but it did just kind of like come out. But I ignored it because I was like, no, you're going to put more thought into it before I <laughs> respond. And no, I do I give him a little. It happened with John, too. Yeah, I do give him a little bit of credit, though, because he had been talking to my brother and his cousin about like when they said it to their girlfriends. And they both said six months. So he That's was trying so to wait. Long. That is so long. So he, but he was like trying to wait longer because he was like, oh, I don't want to say it too early and like scare her off when like the successful relationships that I know waited six months. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's a fair point and it's a good reason to wait, I guess, but I, I could not wait. Like there was, like I said, for John and I, there was like tons and tons and tons of dancing around the subject. And I kind of knew like he felt that way. Like I knew like he wanted to say it to me. So we were hanging out one night and like, I wasn't even going to tell him it. I was going to say something else, but it was going to come out weird. And I couldn't think of how I wanted to verbalize it to make it make sense to him. And I was like, I don't know how to say this. And he like grabbed my hand and was like, just say it. And I was like, Oh, he wants me to tell him that I love him right now. So then I had this like, weird like turmoil in my head like do I tell him do I not like is it too soon like should I wait should I wait for him to tell me and then I just kind of was like you know screw it like I feel like he feels it and I feel it so like might as well just say it so then I did but I said it like I I thought I need to play it safe so I said I think I love you like with the I think I think yeah and then he said he was like I think I love you too and I was like cool yay okay mutual and then I was like yeah no I definitely do um, but I needed to play it safe, I felt, because I was the one saying it first. And I've been, like, very conscientious. I can't talk. I've been very conscientious of the fact that I was the one that said it first, because I wanted him to say it first. But then I asked him, like, have you been wanting to say it? And he was like, yeah. I mean, I, I like, did say it, like, on accident, like, a couple times. And I was like, yeah, true. I guess that's why I said it. And he said he just didn't want to scare me off. So it was, like, the same thing. Like, I feel like both parties, like, in a committed, you know, like, loving, healthy relationship like that are probably both thinking the same thing. When they're both like, oh, when do we make it official? When do we say I love you? It's, like, on both ends that you're both thinking those things. Yeah, that's true. I was just, like, I don't know. I panicked about it because I started thinking, like, why hasn't he said it yet? And, like, in hindsight, I don't think he... Like, I think he loved me from the beginning. He asked to take me to Italy for spring break. And we had been talking for, like, one or two weeks. So, like, that's a pretty good sign. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever asked him, like, when did you know that you loved me? I asked him, but he didn't give me, like, a specific date. I think he said it was, like, a couple months in that he, like, fully knew. And he had been, like, falling in love in that time. But at the two month mark, he was like, yeah, like I love her. Yeah, I feel like I did ask John that because I was kind of like, have you been wanting to tell me how long have you felt that way? And I don't know if I like believe him fully, but he said like date one. He's like, I knew right away. (laughs) And I was like, well, I guess like when you know, you know, but like, I feel like he's lying. (laughs) 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 Like, like, why? Why would you love me then? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's a romantic. Like, I feel like he wants to be in love. So he's like, he probably thinks about it more than the average guy. 
That's true. And I also think that like we really do have a like very special connection between us. I feel like we have super similar senses of humor and we often will like say things kind of at the same time or like make the same joke. So I think that like we're very much like connected, intertwined in that way. So I know I felt it really quickly too. So maybe he did. I don't know. It's just like it, it's like no way. No way you felt it like date one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, he felt it from the moment you broke your elbow. For sure. As soon as I like, well, I will say our first date was really nice, though. That one is also like a good date like that I could have shared for this. But our first date was like, he he like picked me up because I couldn't drive. I was like on Percocets. And I was like, <laughs> um, do you want me to like get a ride there? Because like I can't drive. And he was like, I'm going to pick you up because I'm a gentleman. And I was like, oh, my God. OK, like. Which, like, he's been picking me up now, like, most times we hang out, which I appreciate because, I don't know, I just like to feel like a girl, you know? So he, when we got to the restaurant, I told him, like, some of my favorite restaurants and he took me to, like, the one I said was my favorite here. I was like, okay. He had to cut up my food for me because, like, you know, broken elbow tings. You know, the first time you texted me and you said... He had been cutting up your, your food for you. I was not making the connection that you had a broken elbow. And I was like, oh my God, he's like babying you. Like you're his baby I like and it he's though. cutting up your food. And I was still like, oh my God, that's so cute. And then later on, I was like, oh, you can't cut your food. No, I, I just like thought it, it was I mean- him. Like, I, I don't know, taking the lead. I mean, I I like that he's been taking the lead if it's for my elbow or if it's just something he would do normally because, like, he gets doors for me and stuff, too, and, like, cuts up my food. Or, like, he'll help me put on my shoes or, like, take them off and stuff. And, like, I don't know. There's something, like, cute and romantic about it. And, like, I don't I don't know if that's just, like, some weird, like, I don't know, like, daddy issue thing because it's like I don't even think I have daddy issues but it feels nice to feel like taken care of I guess Uh, yeah I think it's just like the thoughtfulness I don't think it's like a daddy issues thing I just think it's like oh this person is thinking about how they could make me more comfortable or like how they could help me and it's sweet I also think my love language is like definitely like uh, acts of service like I've always said that so this just like proves that because it, it doesn't take, like, a lot, I guess, for me to, like, feel happy, I don't think. I think I'm a pretty, like, chill girlfriend or whatever. Like, I don't expect you to go, like, above and beyond to do some, like, grand romantic gestures 24-7. But, like, you help me tie my shoe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, no, What's I think I'm pretty language? similar, though. I don't know exactly what it is. I think I definitely like acts of service, too, because... I think thoughtfulness is like the biggest thing to me. Like somebody showing, oh, I was thinking about you. And I like gift giving too because of that. Me like too. gifts are a big thing. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like expensive gifts, but even just like being at the store and being like, oh, this thing reminded me of you. So I got it. Or like it could be like a bag of like Trader Joe's chips, you know? It's just like, hey, like I thought of you and I know you like this. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I do that for John 
relatively often. Like if I'm getting like Starbucks or something before I know I'm going to see him, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to get him a cake pop because like I know he likes those. Yeah. So I think that's super cute. I like to do that stuff, too. I think it's like super sweet. I like when it's done for me, but I also like doing it for like him. I like he's he's always like really appreciative of it, too, which like I think helps because I'm like, oh, you liked that. Yeah. And like, I just think that's not Tristan's love language as much as mine. Cause like when he used to pick me up from DU, I had a ton of meal plan dollars that I like, I hadn't used and the semester was ending. So I would get me and him Starbucks before he picked me up. So I could like get him, bring him a drink when I got in the car. And the first couple of times I did it, he was like, what's this? And I'm like, uh, it's coffee. And I just think he's, like, not used to it. Like, he's just not used to people, like, doing things like that. And, like, he doesn't think about doing it. So it's, like, foreign to him. I do think John kind of struggles with that, too, now that you say that. Because, um, like, for example, on, like, boyfriend day or whatever, we'd only been, like, officially dating for, like, a couple weeks. But I was, like, I feel like I need to you know like do a little something so like I just got him like some of his favorite like snacks or whatever and so I know he hates barbecue chips so I thought it'd be funny to pull a little prank on him so (laughs) so I got barbecue chips and I have like a bag like a little tote bag that I bring with me everywhere because I'm a girl and I just have all my little like accessories that I have to bring everywhere so I like give him the barbecue chips and I was like I got these for you and like he knew I was joking right away like I cannot like play like I I don't have a poker face and he was like what are these (laughs) 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 it was like you know how I feel about these (laughs) and then I like immediately was like no no no, I have like real treats I have real treats and then I gave him like like his favorite like Gatorade and like candy or whatever and he was just kind of like oh like what's this for and I was like boyfriend day and he's like oh that's nice like the most that's the most like mundane yeah that's like the most like mundane prank I've ever heard of getting somebody barbecue (laughs) chips because they don't like them (laughs) like whoa you really got him I got him with that one I just saw them in the store when I was looking for the candies and I was like hee 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 like I'm gonna get them and then um there's also like been times too like he was at my house and I have like some snacks like in my room that I keep there just like when I'm watching TV or whatever and I want a little candy got some handy so I like had my little candy stash and he kind of pointed it out and I was like do you want something and he was like I'll, I'll take some of the like at least like starburst bites he's like I'll take some of those and I was like you can take the whole thing if you want and he was like what no like and I was like do it take it like it's yours take it it's for you take it and he's just like okay are you like sure he always seems like when I do like little it's like it's like a bag of candy it's like three dollars like it's not that big of a deal but he's always seems like shocked by it and like he doesn't I don't know maybe he's just not used to that like you said with like Tristan I don't know what type of girlfriends they were dating before us though because I'm like are you really like impressed by like (laughs) starbursts (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot more up my sleeve for you then. Like, (laughs) do you want to do the Juliation? Yeah, sure. So our Juliation for this week (laughs) is Juliation ten ten. 
Haven't seen my only child in almost a week. Post stick fetching. Still seeking name. Hashtag dog. Wow, I like how it's it's kind of written like slam poetry. I was thinking the same thing. I was going to make that same joke. Because <laughs> he's got like periods after like every three words. <laughs> it's also all lowercase. It yeah. gets very, it's very stylish. Did he like, was he on Tumblr in like 2012? This is from 2014. So the chances of him being on Tumblr are like higher than we'd like to think. Do you think he likes Mitski? Like, do you think he's like, I've, like <laughs> super into Arctic monkeys? Like, <laughs> the worst part is, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, genuinely, I would not be surprised. I probably like followed him on Tumblr when I was like 13. <laughs> Hashtag I could dog. see him wearing like an infinity scarf. That, oh my God, that would fit him so well. He would like, wear one for kidding. sure. Yeah. He'd love wearing an infinity scarf while he's like interviewing a hunky athlete <laughs> in a Denny's. <laughs> he's like those hazel eyes. <laughs> That's where he got all of his fan fiction techniques, his Tumblr days. <laughs> <laughs> I used to read fan fictions on Tumblr. That's so funny. He was on Tumblr for sure. This is this is incriminating evidence right here. This Juliation. Either he was on Tumblr and writing slam poetry or he's actually an awful person and this is about a a real child that he hasn't named (laughs) the kid's like 14 years old (laughs) (laughs) and he's calling them a dog hashtag dog hashtag dog yeah i think that's that's all we have for episode five thank you guys for listening we love our devoted fans um so this week I'm gonna shout out Steve Aoki. I'm gonna shout out John, but I'm going to do so with the disclaimer that he did not yet watch or listen to last week's episode. So Shame, this is a shame on John <laughs> shout out. This is the anti-shout out. <laughs> Each week we should do like one shout out and one shame. no actually though john if you're listening i don't care i know we're so annoying like i i'm very aware we come out with weekly podcasts that are like an hour long and i'm like listen baby like you hear me talk 24 7 all the time but listen to me talking more (laughs) like now (laughs) lastly I'm just going to say um, thank you and creds to Enterprise Apps Today, which we used for a couple of the statistics surrounding Tinder for this episode. Love you guys. You guys, yeah, l- you guys are you the best. Corporations I haven't heard of. Um, love you, Enterprise <laughs> Apps Today. <laughs> Mwah. Mwah.